1: difference at this point does it make oh shut up if you've got health insurance you can keep it if you like your health care plan you will keep your plan if you've got health insurance you like your doctor you like your plan you can keep your doctor you can keep your plan i'm as
2: bad as hell but i'm not gonna take this anymore
3: E-minus, three days and counting. Welcome to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, the chapter leader of Act for America in Corona, a nationwide grassroots national security organization. These days, I guess the Democrat Party should be called the National Insecurity Organization, with all of these revelations coming out
4: in the news and from, from WikiLeaks. What? An amazing year and a half, Greg, and it's all coming to a conclusion in three days. Now, I want to remind the Republicans that are listening to us, the conservatives. Both of that them. Tonight is the night you set your clocks back. Remember, spring forward, fall back. The Democrats that are listening to us, please set your clocks back 24 hours. You get that? I got it. You get that? Did our listener get it? See, that's, that's what I call circular humor <laughs> I'll laugh
3: when I get around to it <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but seriously I think, I think we have a clip of Brett from Brett Baer on Fox News summarizing some of the results if we could have that clip now
5: two separate sources with intimate knowledge of the fbi investigations into the clinton emails and the clinton foundation tell fox the following the investigation into the clinton foundation looking into possible pay for play interaction between secretary of state hillary clinton and the foundation has been going on for more than a year led by the white collar crime division public corruption branch of the criminal investigative division of the fbi the clinton foundation investigation is a quote very high priority agents have Interviewed and re-interviewed multiple people about the foundation case and even before the WikiLeaks dumps these sources said agents had collected a great deal of evidence pressed on that one source said quote a lot of it and there is an avalanche of new information coming in every day some of it from WikiLeaks some from new emails the agents are actively and aggressively pursuing this case and they will be going back and interviewing the same people again some for the third time as a result of the limited immunity deal to a number of top aides including cheryl mills and heather samuelson the justice department had tentatively agreed that the fbi would destroy those laptops after a narrow review we are told definitively that has not happened and those devices are currently in the fbi field office here in washington dc and are being exploited the source points out any immunity deal is null and void if any subject has lied at any point in the investigation Meantime, the classified email investigation is being run by the National Security Division of the FBI. They are currently combing through former Democratic Congressman Anthony Weiner's laptop, found emails that they believe came from Hillary Clinton's server that also appear to be new, as in not duplicates. Whether they contain classified material or not is not yet known, but will likely be known soon.
4: So these revelations that Brett Bear laid out for us on Wednesday on special report uh are really what I would call blockbuster revelations. Brett Bear made news oh, on, we did. on on Wednesday and its reverberations throughout the next day or two uh are beginning to be felt in the polls.
3: Yeah even though the MSMs, whom I never watch and no one on our side should, but they're not covering this stuff, or if they do, it's only just a little bit and then go on to attack Donald Trump or talk about stolen emails. But this this is, this is filtering through, and we see the polls, even almost all of them are moving in Donald Trump's direction. They were actually before the announcement of the new email investigation, and now bolstered by that, we have, they're investigating the
4: Clinton Foundation, the Clinton Crime Foundation. Fund. Now, this 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 investigation has not gotten as you as you hinted, it has not gotten much attention at all. It's not gotten really anything from the obviously the uh, mainstream media, very little up until recently uh, from, you know, conservative news outlets, conservative cable station Fox and. There's a throwaway event that happened when Comey was testifying back in the summer before the uh, Judiciary Committee. And Jason Chaffetz asks him a very pointed question that really didn't get a lot of attention at the time. And I want to explore this with you. Here's what Jason Chaffetz asked in the summer regarding uh, other investigations. Did you look at the Clinton Foundation.
3: I'm not going to comment on the existence or non-existence of any other investigations.
1: Was the Clinton Foundation tied into this investigation? Yeah, I'm not going to answer that.
4: So I didn't pay much attention to it because I figured, well, it's natural he wouldn't comment on any ongoing investigations. But his answers here, he had a very friendly banter sort of with Congress at the time, but his answers are very curt and short, and he shut this down. And I have, here's my guess. You can comment on this. I have a feeling that Comey, as we're learning now, one of the first things that Brett Bear said was that this investigation is far more expansive than anybody has ever reported so far, and it's been going on for more than a year. And it really kicked off with Peter Schweitzer's book, Clinton Cash. He went on Rush Limbaugh this week and said he'd been interviewed Three times by the FBI shortly after his book went w- came out, and uh, many many other people have been interviewed. My guess is that based on pressure that he had gotten because remember before the announcement which happened the day after a holiday weekend, um, the uh, uh, Comey the week before Clinton and Loretta Lynch had met on the tarmac. And then Clinton's interviewed on Friday, on Saturday, Comey comes out with his announcement. I have a feeling Comey threw away the Clinton classified server investigation so that he could pursue the Clinton, the bigger fish, the Clinton Foundation. One of the things that got revealed this past week in a Wall Street Journal article was that the DOJ has been putting pressure on the FBI to stop and dial back, stand down even, or some of the quotes, on the Clinton Foundation investigation.
3: Right. And the the renewed investigation of the emails is being headed up on the Justice Department side by a friend and former attorney of Clinton campaign head, uh, John Podesta. Right. And the folks in Washington go, what? What's wrong with that? And any rational, fair-minded American says, that is conflict of interest and corruption right it illustrates the swamp in washington that donald trump says
4: he wants to drain oh and it's and and, and the thing that we're learning is that this swamp is getting deeper and muddier and mercury and more toxic as every day unfolds? One of the big things I love about this election season, Greg, and we're going to dig more into these uh, th- what Brett Bear revealed because I think that this is being this is a blockbuster announcement uh, because we have to we have to factor in how is this going to impact the elect if Hillary Clinton happens to be elected? How is this going to factor into a Clinton presidency? But one of the things I love about the, the Donald Trump presidency is this. 2016 has become the year that the hackers have become the journalists and the journalists have become the hacks. And I love this because we've known all along, those of us that study this, that, you know, the mainstream media has been in the tank for the Clinton campaign, for the progressive narrative, for Obama, but only now are we really beginning to understand the full depth, the full depravity of the media. So I have a feeling, like I said, Clinton, uh, the, Comey threw away the classified emails. The classified emails threw that away as a deflection, both in terms of public pressure and the DOJ, so that his department could pursue this foundation investigation you have a different opinion we'll get into that after the break time for a word from ed hoffman of wholesale capital corporation the place to go for your real estate lending needs
3: both residential and commercial more with the election and the struggle to save america
2: and western civilization after this message hi this is ed hoffman president wholesale capital corporation your local direct mortgage lender We've been serving our community with personalized home solutions for over 26 years with offices in Reno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all of Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower, Two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you for buying, refinancing, or reverse mortgages, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to my website, www.wccloans.com. AM
0: 590, the answer.
4: This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590 The Answer.
5: Two separate sources with intimate knowledge of the FBI investigations into the Clinton emails and the Clinton Foundation tell Fox the following. The investigation into the Clinton Foundation, looking into possible pay-for-play interaction between Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and the Foundation, has been going on for more than a year, led by the White Collar Crime Division Public Corruption Branch of the Criminal Investigative Division. Of the FBI, the Clinton Foundation investigation is a quote very high priority. Agents have interviewed and re-interviewed multiple people about the foundation case, and even before the WikiLeaks dumps, these sources said agents had collected a great deal of evidence. Pressed on that, one source said, "quote a lot of it."
3: That was on Fox News this past week, and a uh, potential a, just an earth-shattering announcement is it's not only the renewed investigation of her violations of laws governing classified information on her private email, but it was also, the the, there has been an ongoing serious major investigation of the corruption in the Clinton Foundation. And if anyone hasn't seen the movie Clinton Cash, it's available for free both on Breitbart and on YouTube. I I recommend it. It's only an hour and six minutes. But it lays out in detail their corrupt dealings and just some of the transactions. And you look at that, and of course, there has to be law, law violations. There has to be corruption. There is bribery. When the Russians that want to buy control of U.S. uranium production pay Bill Clinton $500,000 for a 20-minute speech and donate millions
4: or tens of millions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation. Oh, it's as much as $124 million as it relates to just the uranium. Right. right. Those are bribes.
3: Oh. Any, ladies, ladies and gentlemen of the American jury. Yes. Do these Russian billionaires really want to hear what Bill Clinton has to say? Or are they trying to influence his wife to push through their uranium deal through the U.S. government? I put it to you, ladies and gentlemen of the American jury.
4: Yeah, the the people that are – the deniers on this, obviously the hardened Clinton supporters that are saying essentially, show us the video. I'm sorry. There's – you know, it, it comes to a point to where the dots are so easily connected. You don't need the video of, you know, someone saying to Bill or Hillary Clinton here, here's a million dollars. I want access. You know, that video is never going to exist but I had but, but I had this this belief, you know, going back to you know what we were talking about just before the segment, that Comey threw away that investigation as a political sleight of hand, the classified email investigation that shocked all of us oh wait you 're not going to go after that i can 't believe it when he said no reasonable prosecutor would build a case. I have a feeling he threw that away in order in political sleight of hand in order to be able to pursue unfettered the Clinton Foundation investigation. Yeah, I don't think so, and here's why.
3: Is that it appeared the fix was in, he had the case, he said she was extremely careless, but that is not gross negligence and how you distinguish between extremely careless and gross negligence, I don't see that distinction. But there's been numerous reports that there's been a near rebellion among the rank-and-file agents who feel that the reputation of their agency, which they take great pride in as a straightforward, honest law enforcement agency, has been sullied and damaged because they feel that the evidence was there and it was only because she's Hillary Clinton that She wasn't prosecuted. There was just a, uh, on Fox News, this past week on Hannity, there's a guy that's a a former sailor who's in prison because he took six photographs while he he was on a submarine. And compare that to Hillary Clinton. The news also came out this week that that the authorities are 99% certain that five foreign intelligence agencies accessed her server and has all the information on that, all the deleted emails that had the incriminating information on it stuff that was beyond top secret called special access classification was on her unsecured server. And all of those foreign intelligence agencies have it.
4: I believe that Comey expected a little collateral damage within his own agency based on not pursuing that. And I, I feel that further evidence that bolters, bolsters the argument I'm proposing here is that he did something unprecedented. He came out and laid out the case for the American public and again in Congress as to why Hillary Clinton was potentially guilty of these various crimes regarding having a server regarding the classified information he basically laid out the case and the trial didn't happen in a courtroom it happened in the pul- the, the public court of law like you were What's saying in the beginning now? well and it's been ongoing But I have a feeling he was willing to accept that collateral damage. And in fact, I don't think he would have come out and done that Friday one o'clock announcement about going, you know, about this additional information that came up on the Wiener server. I think that what he that. In, that he did that in order to quell the insurrection you're talking about. And we had Ed Klein on the Jen and Don show, and he also talked about the pressure he was getting from his wife, that, you know, Comey has been in a state of deep depression since then because of this internal conflict that's going on. I mean, he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders right now. The the historic future of this country that hangs in the balance of this election also hangs in the balance of what that department does as it relates to this. The big question I have is, what, what, if Hillary Clinton is elected, Barack Obama, what does he do? Does he pardon her?
3: Well, I think there's a good chance he'll pardon her whether she wins or loses because she has. I think she has information on him. And I suspect part of what the message that Bill Clinton delivered to Loretta Lynch when they met secretly on that plane just shortly before right. uh, the FBI interviewed Hillary Clinton, by the way, they didn't bother to depose her. They didn't bother to record it. And they didn't put her under oath. Right. Part of the message was this. If Hillary Clinton goes down, she ain't
4: going down alone. Well, that's just it. If he pardons Hillary Clinton, can he also pardon and will Barack Obama pardon everybody on her staff that's been involved in this with that information? Does he also pardon Bill Clinton? Or does he just pardon Hillary Clinton and let the FBI have Bill Clinton and her remaining staff? No,
3: because all that leads back into his his administration and so I I think if he does it you're in for a penny you're in for a pound. You, you, you
4: think pardon, he's going to pardon, pardon everybody? You, you, you pardon the whole lot oh of my gosh! on everything. That if, I, if he does that, I believe that you will see an outright revolt in America. If the entire Clinton family, if the entire Clinton uh, apparatus, both within her... Um, campaign and within the foundation receives a blanket pardon i think what you will see is a revolution in squ- washington they'll D. be C. squawking and then it'll move on other news will no. come along i i I've- that would be too big that would be too uh. big all right. We're going to continue this, uh, this conversation where Greg and I disagree on a couple of the small details after a break from our sponsor this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation. It is a great patriot and the place to go for your real estate
3: lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with the election and the fight to save America
2: after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Merino Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower, two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you for buying, refinancing, or reverse mortgages, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to my website, www.wccloans.com. AM
0: 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite,
3: IE Radio. Napoleon Bonaparte said that the morale is to
4: the physical as three to one. You're going to have to explain that because that just went right past me.
3: Victory in war or anything else, not just about the number of soldiers, the number of dollars you have in a political campaign. It's the morale of the people
4: involved is what he says is much more important than those physical Uh, attributes. I get it. I get it. And you're right. I mean, you look at the crowds that are turning out, have been turning out. There's this enthusiasm gap that the polls are not taking into account. And I think the big reason for that is that the polls are based on a 2012 turnout model, Um, which, you know, that's the science of polling, I guess. But what that's not figuring is exactly what you're saying, is that enthusiasm. Um, You know, Tim Kaine had a couple of events, one in Miami. That there was video of where they've got basically thirty people and it was estimated that and, and of course the journalist and his staff. Right. The staff, the security, the family of Tim Kane. Now we have another picture. And this happens to be a location that has been famous for speeches of Senator Obama and Senator John F. Kennedy. This is the field house at La Ross College. Uh Tim Kane is attracted what looks like a crowd of about 45 standing in line to get into the field house. This is embarrassing. Oh, it is. Um, I mean, Mike Pence can draw bigger crowds than Hillary Clinton. Oh, and Mike Pence, you know, I got to say, if Mike Pence is indicative of the the people that Donald Trump surrounds himself with, I don't understand what it is that the conservative never-Trumpers are upset with. That guy is the real deal. His, you listen to his speeches. You listen to him in his commercials. You listen to him on interviews. That guy, I, you know, and i and I understand people that say, "Well, why can't we have President Pence?" I get it, uh, but President Pence could not be the wrecking ball that Donald Trump has been. President Pence probably could not draw the crowds. Well, he didn't even he didn't even run for the nomination, right? So, so it's this team, and if 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 Donald Trump surrounds himself. Uh, once he's elected with people like Mike Pence, I think you're going to th- those never Trumpers are going to have to, you know, they're going to have to recant. Uh, there's not going to be much of a choice. Yeah, I was originally
3: against the his nomination. I didn't think he really brought anything, but I've I heard him on Rush Limbaugh on Wednesday morning. Past and I was, he was very impressive. Just the, the calm assurance that he brings to it, and he's talking about we America has to be stronger, more prosperous. We need to uphold the Constitution with appointments like Justice Scalia. It was just it was, just, it, was it was a very it was very well presented. And I go, you know,
4: Donald Trump made the right choice. And right about now, if we had a production department, we would be playing you a clip of Mike Pence saying some of the things that we feel represent a. A man of the people, a person of faith, a person with his rudder firmly planted in conservative values, unwavering and unwilling to compromise those conservative values for anything. Yes, there he is. That's <laughs> Thank you from our production department. Uh, no, it, you know, it, and, and this is important. This enthusiasm gap that we're talking about now, the one that you gave the Napoleon Bonaparte quote for, i don 't think that 's translating in the polls i don 't believe it 's translating into what the ma- the mainstream media of course, wants to hide this. The Hillary Clinton photographers and media and press does their best to hide it by taking you know the right camera angle pictures so that it doesn 't show the five hundred to a thousand people that are typically showing up for a hillary clinton r- rally that 's a good day for her and that is a good day you 're right but the, and of course, President Obama is drawing larger crowds. Uh, but he's the president, you know. Donald Trump has standing room only and lines of people that cannot get in. Yeah, people show up hours, sometimes even the day
3: before to get in line to uh, to get into, into into his events. All right, when we get back from the the big break... But there is one more, there's one more thing to yeah. talk about this. Uh, Doug Schoen, who's a former Clinton pollster, is always on Fox News, has been a longtime supporter of Hillary Clinton. He came out this past week and said... I can't do it. I just I I can't, just can't right. vote for her. And I think there's a lot of Democrats that see the rank, the stench of the corruption that surrounds her. And, and they're going to go, they might not vote for Donald Trump. I hope that they would. But they're going to I
4: just can't vote for somebody who is so corrupt. And they stay at home. We're going to turn our attention to the local elections and the importance of getting out and voting, despite what happens in California at the top of ticket after this break. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. My name is Don Dix, and I'm with co-host Greg Britton. And we're talking what? What's the most important thing going on right now? Um, the World Series. Uh, I heard that happened this past week. About. I, I- It'd be hard to find somebody who pays less attention to sports. Than either one of us. Than I do. Well, and me too. But I did notice there were two things that caught my attention about the World Series. I'll throw in here before we get into the fact that, yes, there is an election going on in California. Besides the presidential election. We'll talk about a few of those races here in the Inland Empire that we think are critical reasons for people to get out and vote. But there was a a, a reporter from Mediaite that tweeted out that fans in the stands were showing a KKK sign. <gasps> and they were racist. And it turns out that, no, the fan was doing a K for a strikeout, a K for another strikeout, and a K for another strikeout. This guy was roundly, resoundingly beaten up on Twitter. And the other piece of, uh, you know, if you want to call it that, uh The the reporter probably put it out with a caption, Donald Trump supporter attends World Series. Oh, yeah. And after he got beaten up, he, he was forced to go back in and redo the article on Mediaite in a way that he did not actually fess up to the misreporting. The second thing is there's actually a fan, a baseball fan that tweeted two years ago that it would be the Indians and the Cubs and that it would go into extra inning. That's pretty remarkable somebody two years ago that would be able to have the foresight that that change. And he did it following the change of uh, coaching. Cause I guess a coach from the blue rays moved over to blue one of Jays, blue Jays. As opposed to that DVD team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the blue rays um, moved over to uh, another team. And uh, one of the teams that was in the world series, okay. and he was predicting that that coaching move would result in these two teams being in the world series. So, Kudos to him. So the election here in California, we've got a lot of very, very important and tight races. And I think there's two in the Inland Empire. One for Mark Stein for assembly and the other for Eric Linder for assembly. These are two seats that the Democrats are investing over $3 million a piece. And it shows up in your mailbox in the form of these huge flats, these huge, what they call flats.
3: Well, these are very expensive. And I, I live in I Mark north district, and they have the um uh, money to send. Normally, you target your mailers to the people, your voters. So a Democrat sends to Democrats, maybe independents, and vice other side for the Republicans. But they're sending these very expensive mailers. Many, many, many of them, every, practically every day, to everyone, including Republicans.
4: Yeah, and this shows you how desperate the Democrats are to get a supermajority in this state. If it, this is why Mark Steinorth needs to be returned to office, the alternative of you know losing a Mark Steinorth or an Eric Lender, and this is all focused in the Inland Empire. I think these two races, more so than any others in California, if th- th- shows that these progressives want a supermajority in California because they will raise taxes on all the Californians. They want to destroy Prop 13. They want to expand this cap and trade program because they all believe in anthropomorphic climate change, global warming, and they want to raise gas taxes. So if you if you want to see your taxes go up in California, then stay at home, don't vote, unless you're a democrat. We want you to stay at home and don't vote. But if you're a Republican, it is so important to get out and vote. It is so important yeah. to vote for Mark Steinorth and Eric Linder in these California races. Do you want some kind of check?
3: On the ultra liberal Democrat in Sacramento. I mean, maybe you're even a, maybe you're even a moderate Republican. Maybe you're even a more conservative Democrat. But do you really want them to have that kind of carte blanche power to do whatever they want with no opposition to raise taxes without having to come to a vote of the people? See, right now they can come, they can raise taxes. They just have to come to a vote of the people first. And there's two tax increases that are on the ballot this time. It appears they're going to pass. And I would disagree with that, but so be it. But at least they have to come to the voters. But if they, if we lose the two-thirds majority, nothing. And you know, there's Stein, North. There's a number of seats they're targeting around the state. Then they don't. The Democrats do not have to come to the people to get your permission to raise
4: your taxes. That's right. And that that also applies to the Senate. You know, they're targeting certain Senate races as well. But I believe all the Senate, state Senate races in southern in, in the Inland Empire are pretty much a lock the way that they are in terms of Right, they only, need
3: two, they only need to pick up two seats in the Assembly to, break right. the, uh, to, to, get their, to get their two-thirds. And there's one other race that's in the Inland Empire that's also very important, and that's the thirty fourth Congressional, where Paul Chabot stands an excellent chance, despite it being a dem-majority district, of beating incumbent member Pete Aguilar, who has just been a a lockstep with Nancy Pelosi up and down the line, supported the Nukes for Iran deal, supports higher taxes, supports abortion on demand, supports restricting the rights of law-abiding Americans to own firearms. And because he has worked so hard from the day after the last election and he's networked out he's gotten uh, hispanic support he's gotten black support he's really worked this district despite being heavily outspent and he stands an excellent chance of winning so there's another very important race that makes it worthwhile
4: to get out and vote since you brought up congress i'll mention another race in congress and that's the race where you have mark ticano and Doug Shepard squaring off against each other. And it came to light recently, everybody, this was a big news item up until the Pentagon stopped this clawback of the bonuses that had been paid to National Guard uh, service members over the past, as as the U.S. has been prosecuting these wars. They enticed National Guard members to re-enlist. With these large bonuses, some amounting to over the period of service, you know, into 30 and $40,000 cumulatively. Well, it turns out he went and served. They went, so they went to Iraq, yeah. went to Afghanistan to serve. Yep. And guess what? The Pentagon wanted that money back. And unbeknownst to many of us, they started that process two years ago. Well, it finally became nas- local, state and national news over the past two weeks. Well, guess what? Mark Ticano who Doug Shepard is fighting against in the, uh, I think it's the 40th district. I'm going to look it up here. 41st. 41st, thank you. In the 41st district, Mark Ticano knew about this two years ago. They were advised, he sits on the armed services, the Veterans Administration uh, Committee that oversees Veterans Affairs. And guess what? They were notified The people that sit on that committee, they were notified two years ago and they did nothing. They did nothing to stop this until the political pressure from constituents became so overpowering that Mark Ticano appeared on CNN and he was resoundingly, and this is the first time I've ever seen a liberal attack another liberal, but... Chris Como on CNN drilled Mark Takano about why didn't you do anything, and Takano had no answers. Blamed it on a Congress that can't get anything done, can't fund the Zika virus. Excuse me, Takano, our veterans are more important than any Zika virus funding. As much as that is important, and I agree, our veterans stand head and shoulders far and above away of everything, because without national security and without Men and women in our country being willing to stand up and serve, we have no national security. Right. And then to
3: after, here's your offer, you take the offer, you go serve the country, risk your life doing so. And now the government says, well, we'll take that money back. And Takano exemplifies it is when it was a private matter, it wasn't public, he didn't care. Only when it became public did he suddenly decide that he cared about this. And just speaking on the Zika virus. The only reason that got held up, the funding for that, is because the Democrats insisted on adding on funding for Planned Parenthood. So they held up, the Democrats, like Tacano and Aguilar, held up funding to combat the Zika virus because they wanted more money for the abortion mill provider, the the,
4: the traffics in baby parts, Planned Parenthood. And not only that, uh, there was also enough money— for the Zika virus left over in the Ebola funding that was allocated. And the Obama administration chose not to dip into that, but to ask for new money. For the zika virus as they're always doing they're always asking for more money more money more money and they were they were unwilling to dip into the ebola the, the remaining funds which there was an adequate amount of money because that ebola scare that whole thing went away remember that
3: so there's plenty of reason for california republicans and conservatives to turn out even though the senate race may be a foregone conclusion and unfortunately the presidential race in california uh, is a foregone conclusion, but all these races and the propositions that we're going to talk about
4: in our next segment are ample reason. And Greg and I disagree on a few of the propositions, and we'll get into that debate after this break from our sponsor this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take
3: your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll.
1: I'm back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The Answer.
2: This is Senator Mike Morrell
1: asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE
3: Radio. Gary Kasparov, former world chess champion and now a dissident in Russia, said that Marxism in practice amounts to waiting for someone to create something valuable and then demanding your fair share. And that also describes the uh,
4: philosophy of the modern Democrat Party. And how is that? Another famous quote of, uh, that, uh, that my co-host Greg uses that slides slightly past my head. Explain that. Marxism, you wait for somebody to create something
3: valuable, and then you go demand your fair share of what somebody else has created through their work, time, savings, investment. And that's what the, that's what the Democrat Party's about, is this kind of politics of envy that you deserve a share of what other people have worked for.
4: Absolutely. So it's
3: not about creating a society of opportunity where everyone has, can build what they want to and create a life that they want and, and pursue happiness as they choose to define happiness. It's about taking and redistributing and trying to buy votes with it. And that's not what made America
4: great, free, and prosperous. Isn't it amazing though, here we are in a country with access to all this information over the internet now through v- a variety of different channels and we still have people that are clink that, that that are drawn into this what what dark spot in the human soul says I want to submit to an authoritarian government and I'm willing to give up my fr- my god-given freedoms in order for a safe space. Oh, it is
3: much easier to be a sheep in the government pasture to let the government take care of you than it is to be a citizen of a constitutional republic. The latter takes work, time, and effort. Freedom and the responsibility and the opportunity to succeed or or fail, that can be scary. The security of of knowing that the government's going to take care of you can be very appealing.
4: You know I can you know, this 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 description that you've given this conversation you can easily see why this pendulum over time swings back and forth because as the people who are uh, seduced into this you know life of government dependency in return for what appears to be an easy life as that as that population grows and overwhelms those that they are willing to support, you can see where that conflict happens. Obviously, the people that, you know, are uh, the, the people that are used to taking care of themselves ultimately win out when there's a struggle because the people with no means of production that are living, you know, off the government, they have really no means to defend themselves. George Washington said
3: that few men have the virtue to withstand the highest bidder. And that can apply not only to the politicians like Hillary Clinton, and you don't have you know, you to bid a few million dollars, you can at least rent her, but it also applies to the citizens and the voters. That how many voters are going to say, yes, you know, no, thank you, I'm not going to take that money from the government. I'd rather have a country based on opportunity, low taxes, low government because I know from history, wherever that's been tried, and our former co- colleague John Hancock wrote about this. That when you have rule of law and property rights and limited government and the free enterprise system, prosperity for the society follows. But that's but but it's insecure. You don't have the security of the government knowing that the government's going to take care of you,
4: but necessarily that limits your opportunity and freedom the only thing that would help me help me to i'm trying to find the words here the only thing that would really help me enough to be able to live like that is the mind numbing effect of proposition 64
3: as the marijuana legalization issue <laughs> And that is a great segue into what we really had intended to talk about in this segment
4: was the give me enough THC in my body and I might go for the lazy drift down the river of government handouts. But otherwise, the other side of me, the sober side of me, says never will I give up my freedom in order to have that security. So for me, the propositions are real simple, Greg. I'll just lay this out. There's only two propositions I'm going to vote yes for, 54 and 66. 54, meaning the... uh what i call the sunset bill or the sun uh, the daylight bill that that shines daylight into sacramento requires bills to be listed 72 hours before they're voted on which stops the gut and amend the they like to do at the final hour of the legislative session and tv cameras and cell phones in the uh in the legislative office requiring uh in the legislature rather uh, and requiring 20 year archiving of the of the uh yeah. Sessions.
3: Well, it's just too bad we couldn't add on to that to require, like, the police officers now are starting to wear the the, the body Button cams. Cam. Yeah, yeah it's, it's to require every legislator to uh, have, a, have a body cam and it records everything that they do and say. Once they walk into the Capitol building and they're on our nickel. Oh, 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 and outside of that, too, when, when they go to the lunches and they go to the dinners. Oh, yeah, you'll I'll, never get that. Yeah, but. Okay. Uh, but there's another very important one, and here's where we, one of the ones that we differ on, and that's Proposition 53. This requires voter approval of bonds, revenue bonds, and these are paid for not by taxes, which you would now have to vote on for those type of bonds, but by user fees. Now, we're the same people are paying the same money, but these are user fees. So, for example, and here's the project that was the instigator for this proposition, is Jerry Brown wants to spend tens of probably hundreds of billions of dollars to dig tunnels under the San Francisco Bay Delta. And I'm highly skeptical of the project, but okay, maybe... Conceivably, it might be worthwhile. But what would happen is, if they do that, is the cost of that is going to get fed into your water rates. And you would never have an opportunity to vote on a project that I think is most likely going to be a huge boondoggle. Before they do it, and maybe it's not, maybe it's not perfect. Maybe if I had the opportunity to amend it in some ways, I might do it. But this is the one that's before us now. So when we have the opportunity to put a break on the size of government and adding on to debt and adding on to the burden on taxpayers and ratepayers, I say take it when we have the opportunity, not wait down the road for hypothetically maybe possibly something better coming
4: along. Right, and I say no on this only because. Ultimately, for the very reason you cite, this is not a general taxpayer-funded thing. It doesn't come out of the general funds the way that, say, for instance, Prop 51 does, which is the education bill that I'm voting no on as well. That's a general obligation bond. It's paid for out of the taxes. If you want a new school, it's the I believe the area that's getting the new schools should do it, they should do a local measure so that the local people, the, it, that those fees are embedded into the new houses and into the taxes, those people that are gonna use that new school pay. I don't wanna pay for new schools in LA.
3: Oh, and you wouldn't, Proposition 53 doesn't even apply to that. It applies to very huge projects, Not doesn't apply to cities, but there's multi-jurisdictions or statewide projects, and they have to be over $2 billion before Proposition 53 even applies to it. Right. So, vote yes on Proposition 53. and No, vote Red- no. Vote no on Proposition 53. Okay. Yeah, the Redlands Tea Party Patriots has a summary of all of the uh, propositions and why you, how you should vote on them at redlandsteaparty.net. That's redlandsteaparty.net and also the candidates. So we'd encourage that to your consideration to make sure that
4: uh, you vote the right way. And all those propositions, and I think the only other one that well, that I'm very passionate about is Prop 57, and that is the one that Jerry Brown put on the ballot. It's the one that that changes the classification of violent crimes, uh, such as if you if you drug somebody and 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 rape them, that is no longer classified as a violent crime. And the reason that they're doing that is so that they can shift the uh, is so they can they can get those people out of jail early.
3: Crime is already going up in California because they've been releasing more criminals I, you know only to a liberal does that, is that, is, that a, is that a problem to understand? more criminals on the street leads to more crime and this is just another uh, example of the same thing to put more criminals on the street and for any any California with like an ounce of common sense, you understand that that means more crime.
4: Absolutely. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more on the local elections after this break from our sponsor for this half hour. All
3: Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll.
1: Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161.
4: AM590. The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. You know, an event that happens every year, Greg, that a lot of people look forward to here in the Inland Empire is the annual Unite IE Conservative conference. We've had three of them. Uh, we're going to have a fourth. And I want everybody to save the date of April 30th. This is going to be a very important conference for a lot of reasons.
3: It'll, it'll be at about the 100-day mark of yep. the new administration, and that's we can right. all p- cross your fingers, pray, whatever you can do, uh, that that is going to be President Trump and not President
4: Hillary Clinton, assuming she's elected and not yet in jail. But there's an important point here, Greg, and that is a lot of people, when they vote for president, when they vote for these down-ballot races, think that's the that's their civic responsibility and it ends there, but it doesn't, does it?
3: Oh well, no, and I, I've, I've said it a number of times that – we are in the second phase of, in the, in the second most difficult phase of making America great again. And that's getting Donald Trump elected and as well as members of Congress that will support his uh, reform agenda. The third and most difficult phase of that will be, if he's elected, to actually accomplish it because the opponents, the left, the Democrat Party, they're not going away. They don't give up. They never give up and even they may suffer a setback they may suffer multiple setbacks but they are relentless in their goals of transforming the country and bringing about more government more centralized government and a a, really a socialistic system
4: case in point we talked about earlier was them willing to spend three million dollars in mark steiner's race and three million in eric linder's race in order to get those two seats so that they could push their agenda forward in the state of California. It's worth that
3: to their, to them and their donors to spend that kind of money to be able to raise your taxes without your
4: having the opportunity to have a vote. Right. But the point is, it doesn't end with this election on November 8th. Regardless of result. That's right even if it's president trump there is a ton of work still left to do president trump doesn't necessarily clean out the textbooks in this country he doesn't necessarily uh, you know get rid of the element that has infected our universities that is the reason we're here today i believe the school boards the city councils the state legislatures the
3: culture all of those things require our attention and donald trump alone cannot make america great again only the people of the country can make America great again. We, We quote so many times, the most important political office is that of the private citizen, and that's true. And the problems with this country are ultimately due, in my opinion, to not enough people fulfilling the obligations of their
4: political office. That's right. And we have classes that go on once every other month that you can learn more about. After this election's over, we'll get back to business as usual, which is what we can do here in the in the Inland Empire in order to shore up this great republic, because we do have a role as citizens in this fight. And we're going to teach you how to take a part in that role. Get out and vote and drag somebody else to vote with you. God bless America and God bless us on November 8th